when when are we going to be able to get you know how in the in the um uh in the video games you can play retro players right like when are we going to be able to do that in <laughs> fantasy and just get like their stats from week two 20 1998 you know or something like that that'd be kind of interesting it's the worst idea I've ever heard. You already know how they're going to do every week. <laughs> That's true. You do, but you don't. You know, draft orders random, and you got to. It's there's still strategy for choosing. I guess That's you would true. go with like the best I mean, if player. If you ever. had ground rules, like everybody wasn't yeah. there on NFLReference.com or whatever, pulling up stat lines the whole time, you had to kind of go Agreed. by memory. Yeah, and you couldn't get like the top ten best players ever, or even the top thirty, like best seasons ever. Right, like maybe there's a couple of them peppered in there, but yeah, you know that would be because then you would just lose those. You'd get the top ten best seasons ever before you even got anybody here because you know those are going to be that good. Yeah, and just think of your uh, your memory game here because Sean Alexander, best fantasy player in the world in what like 2014 or something. Yeah, but the next year when he was everyone's number one overall pick, he got hurt for the whole season. Yep. So if you fuck up and take 2015, Sean Alexander, that's true. Over, buddy. I think you know what would be great is if you could pick and I'm the just player those years out because I don't actually remember, which is the whole point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But that's the tough part. It would be great maybe if you could draft one of them. So maybe it's the top 20 best seasons ever, those players, but you don't know which season you're going to get. So. You're rolling the dice. You're like, do I take Sean Alexander at number two because I could get an incredible season that you know is going to be awesome? Or am I going to get the next season? You just don't know. <laughs> oh, I see. So what you're saying is you draft a player. Yes. And then you'd get like a randomized one of their seasons? Exactly. Yes. Yeah, I fucking hate that idea. I would. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I just can't win with you today, Drew. I'm sorry, man. Your last couple ideas haven't sold me. That's so, right. I play the numbers. I just throw them out there. And also, we're mortal enemies here with the number four and five picks. We are. That's true. But that's nothing new. We've always been mortal enemies. So. <laughs> oh, are you getting hate from your brother already, or is that the other Matt? No, he's a piece of shit. That's my brother. I think. or <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it is Matty with the ice. He's, my brother's on a plane right now. So he had to pay extra for <laughs> for Wi-Fi in a draft. That's yeah, dedication. exactly. <laughs> yeah, he's he's up in the air right now. Dedication. I know. I'm in, I'm impressed. And David's Chubb, our reigning champion, which I really love saying that out loud. Uh, <laughs> he is. Um, he is. Uh, he said he was going to auto draft, but he's been in here, so I hope that he can join. Ah, message you saying he was going to auto draft the defending champ. Yeah, well, I, I know. He must have sent Nick Chubb to his number, his first overall pick, right? I, so I hope so. Yes, he was his namesake, and he was who won him the championship by getting Ab scorching hot the last five weeks last time. Absolutely, but I will tell you what, I would not skip over Christian McCaffrey and Dalvin Cook. Those are just two that I would just. There's no way. I don't know. They're so deep after the Alvin Kamara. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna pitch to you that we start the show. Are you ready to kick it off? Are we already? We're not doing that already. Uh, well, we are, but we haven't done the intro. 
I have that at recording. Okay. We could, I figured we were just here uh, shooting the shit. No, we could totally back it up and just go from there. But I just okay. exposed us now, too. Oh, man. I know. I'm an amateur, Drew. Why do you even well, let me on That's this? what we're doing. We're just having fun. I know. I love it. Well, for those that are just joining, welcome to Walk It Off. <laughs> our midweek happy hour hang. And this is a special one because we're doing our draft live. Cheers. We're so excited, as always, to be here playing fantasy football with some of our favorite listeners and some of our uh, you know, friends who are in here and might have even guested on the show at times. That's right. But you're not going to win. Sorry. No. Um, I'm, really, I'm really scared of Jason Nelson uh, here for last place because he's clearly JN, as he puts it there. He's clearly trying to, like, hustle us, it feels like, right? Here for last place, drop it in the chat that he sucks at this. He doesn't. That's so, definitely some hustler moves. There's no doubt but I about do, it. I really enjoy that his team name is here for last place, and then he got last pick in the random. <laughs> I know. I know. So, I know. Smooth moves right there already. Yes. And I'm really enjoying that you and me are right back-to-back during our picks. So. Oh, holy cow. There we go. I'm gonna stop that. There's that. There's that intro music. All right, let's, let's get a. Play. Let me get a hot take from you. I know that's not our our formula, but how do you feel about these Yahoo intro videos? I don't watch them at all. Yeah, anything that auto plays is not cool by me. No, that's the enemy. Yep. <laughs> you already lose out if you're auto playing anything for me. So we're here for some compelling footage of us staring at our screens, (laughs) getting ready for the draft here. It's going to be really exciting, I know, (laughs) of hearing Dave, who is the commissioner of this league. That's true. That's true. Uh, A very caring and... With our listeners here. And partial, not partial, jeez, very caring and objective commissioner, but, uh, but still... I am. Uh, I'm just excited to have all these guys in here, man. This is what a good crew. We're gonna have a great lineup again of of fantastic players. There's always such a competitive league. The tough part is gonna be making decisions while I'm talking to you, as you said, my mortal enemy <laughs> on, on live radio. That's a hard. That's a hard balance. Yeah, it's gonna be fun though, because we'll get to announce our picks right before the other person gets to go. Trading off rounds. That's true. With those four or five picks. You know, every there won't be too much downtime between our picks. We couldn't have planned this any better if the draft order wasn't random. Yeah. You know, for entertainment value, of course. Of course, yeah. And what are we all about, if not entertainment value? And I'm really excited with that number four overall pick, you know. According to Yahoo's rankings, that's where Derrick Henry is going to be drafted. And right in front of you wearing that Derrick Henry jersey, so... I that that would be pretty slick, but I, I have to I, I have to ask you since we're on the air and this isn't live, right? We're not broadcasting, so there's no way anybody else can hear us right now until we until we post this. However, so you have the pick before me, so let me just ask you candidly: Who are you looking at? What's your plan there, Drew? I you're safe sharing it, right? 
right? Ooh. It just feels wrong. Doesn't it? <laughs> I know. But there's nothing that could go wrong. There's nothing that could go wrong. Unless I try to convince you otherwise, but you're not going to trust me today. We're All trusting right, of each other, but not today. I'll tell you right here. The number five pick, while we're staring at our screens right now, this is on Yahoo's draft, would be Alvin Kamara. Alvin Kamara's not getting to you. All right, fair enough. So I'll tell you that right now. So that means that means likely uh, one of those it, top is four is going to fall to me. There's 53 seconds left for the first. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're we're counting down on the first pick. Let's go. All right, let's go. First pick is live. What's it going to be, Victory Vandal? I'm intrigued by this. Let's see who goes. Christian McCaffrey at the top. Dalvin Cook, another consensus top pick. But you can't go wrong with any of those top running backs, man. There's such a great top tier here in the draft. I, I don't recall seeing anything like it. And the tough part is you know one or two of them are probably going to fall off in some way. And one of them is going to rise. I mean, is Tennessee, it gonna... rise up. There we go. Derrick Henry going off the board first overall. I like wow, it. Wow, I like it. Well done, Victory Vandal. I support that entirely. Tighten up. <laughs> there goes Christian McCaffrey second. As Will Dalvin Cook fall to me, or is he going number three? I think you're going to have to pick between Zeke and Alvin Kamara. And, I hope and you I'll pick, tell you right I now, hope you pick Alvin Zeke. Kamara's not getting to you. Yeah, there it is. Zeke, I drafted him last year. He was looking great at the beginning of the season. I fended off a million trades offer from all you vultures after Dak got injured, thinking that Dak was going to blow up. A lot of vultures. Uh, lot of thinking them. that Zeke was going to blow up after Dak's injury. And then it was the exact opposite, and Zeke sunk my season last year by falling off after Dak's injury. So I hold grudges. I don't know about you in fantasy football, I, but somebody sinks your season or somebody wins for you. I adjust my ratings accordingly. I oh totally. There's something there's something very personal about this game also, but I have to say this is a very tough spot for me to be in, number five here. All of the I think absolute best have been taken. And now I'm just hoping, man, maybe I can get another late running back potentially. Zeke's the consensus here, but you also have your pick of wide receivers. That's true. And, or another good running back. There's well, still some great depth there. And I'm a big fan of Nick Chubb in this situation. So I think I'm going to have to steal this from our, our 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 reigning champion and draft Nick Chubb. Look at that. Not afraid of, of Kareem Hunt and his uh, woman kicking ways <laughs> to take down your, your first round pick. I love, oh, David Chubb left the draft right after you made that pick. <laughs> yeah, man. that's right. That was brutal. Look at you. Oh, and a quarterback going off the board early. All right. Patrick Mahomes getting the pick. All right. We're not going to make fun of people on this on this draft, all right? We can't do hey, that. Hey, everybody's got their own draft strategy. That's true. That's, that's true. Insight into ours. I'm allowed to judge them, though, right? Me, personally, I'm a wait-on-quarterbacks guy. I know Matty with the ice is probably pretty excited to get Zeke at seventh, but after he sunk my season last year, you're welcome to him. I'm thrilled to have Kamara. Agreed. I like the stretch for Jonathan Taylor there, too, by Zoya the Destroyer. I think he's he's primed for a really good season. But I don't a lot think of it... people are scared off by Saquon's injury, it looks like. Uh, I can't believe that he's so far down right now. And we haven't hit a wide receiver off of our board yet. So who are you looking at at your next pick? You get to go before me, so there's no risk in the second round. Who's your who's your dream and who's your realistic pick right now? That's a great question. Um, 
I, you know, your your point about Saquon Barkley is huge. Like, if he's still hanging out there, I'm going to have a hard time picking, uh, skipping a really solid wide receiver after him. That's going to be really, really, uh, or I'm sorry, skipping such a top tier running back that I really think is primed to do something special again. But do you feel good about that health with such an early pick, or are you going to go? I, you know, you already got a top wide running I, back with your first pick. Where is I, your? Where I do. It's it's a big. I'm interviewing it's a big, you now. I know you're you're playing to your strengths. It's a big difference between the first and second round, right? Saquon no, Barkley. You don't get that pick. Sorry. It's certainly valuable at that level. So. Um, so now are we saying are you going to go with that last that last end of the top tier running backs? Your Austin Eckler, Antonio Gibson, Najee Harris, Joe Mixon. I'll tell you right now, I'm a big I'm a big Austin Eckler fan. Big George Austin. Kittle, the first tight end off the board. That's a stretch. And you're not getting Austin Eckler. I'm interested with Kittle going before Kelsey. That's pretty fascinating. Kittle and Waller were kind of right there in all of our early draft strategizing. But again, people feeling good about the injuries so far. We saw Saquon drop a little bit, but still go fairly early. You know, George Kittle coming back from injuries looking pretty good. Man, yeah, you got this tough pick right here between really top wide receivers. I don't know if A.J. Brown makes it back to you if you pass on him now, if you want a top-end Titan. I don't think but. it does. You're taking a big hit on wide receiver if you don't draft one in the second round here. There's no doubt about that, and that's a scary proposition in my opinion. So I'm not I mean, a I'm, Cardinals fan too. You got Nuke out there, personally gosh. my number one wide receiver in the NFL. Agreed. I totally agree with you. Play so Stephon your Diggs. pick right now, and you've got those choices. You've got Travis Kelsey. You've got a couple good running backs there, and some top end wide receivers. I don't know if you can really go wrong here. I don't know, I don't know if, you, if I can really go wrong here. I think I'm going to have to go with... I'm making the stretch. I'm going to pick the homer pick, and I'm going to go with DeAndre Hopkins because I, I wholly agree with you. I think that's a solid second-round pick. I'm going to stick to my usual strategy here. I'm, I don't know, man. I'm really tempted. Getting Travis Kelsey here in the second round feels like great value with such a shallow pool at tight end, but Darren Waller's still out there too. I can gamble, and I could still get a really top-end running back when that pool narrows out real quick, or DK Metcalf, who's one of my favorites, year in and year out. You know what? I'm going to pull the trigger here and do something I don't normally do and take that tight end. You know, out a shallow pick. <laughs> Drew, I, I can't argue with you there, man. Like, that's a hard one for me to pull the trigger on because I always feel like the the gap between number one tight end, well, the gap between number one tight end and beyond that are at, at number two or let's call it first tier and second tier is actually a pretty big gap. But the hard part is picking who that number one tight end is going to be. Even Kittle – even Kelsey have had those years where they don't wind up in that top tier. They're still good producers. And but on I, a personal level, I've never really liked Kelsey. He just comes across as Gronk light to me. Is it because of his <laughs> his his, uh, his reality TV experiences? Pretty much. And now that he shaved his beard, for sure, I'm a yeah. little bit worried. I'm talking myself out of this pick real quickly. Yeah, I, I totally <laughs> disagree with you. You should go back in time. But now <laughs> we got Victory Vandal here on the turn with a lot of value on the board for two picks in a row. For sure, Calvin that's Ridley. Really nice. That's a great. That's a great pick for David's Chubb there. 
What are you going to do, Victory Vandal? This is an interesting one. Two picks, a lot of good out there. You know, you still got some high-end running backs. Joe Mixon, uh, Antonio Gibson. I like both of those guys. DK Metcalf's a superstar. Justin Jefferson and A.J. Brown. You know, Victory Vandal already went Derrick Henry. Are they going to have the monopoly on Titans here early? Or, you know, we've seen... Oh, uh, there's DK Metcalf going off the board. Ooh, I like that stretch. I don't even know if that's a stretch, honestly. That guy's that guy's pretty solid. Yeah, I'm already second-guessing my own pick here. But I do like that I don't have to worry about tight end at all for the rest of this draft now. That's true. You just I'm take... Be that guy who's in there saying, you know, is Logan Thomas going to have... Is this the year Logan Thomas does good? Is this the year that, you know, <laughs> we finally see something from TJ Hawkinson or... That's a great point, Drew. I, my strategy is usually, and I'm probably ruining this by telling you this, but it's probably it's usually to draft two tight ends, somebody that I feel like is solid and one I feel like has upside. And the situation you're in means you don't have to deal with that. That's a pretty sweet gig. Oh, all right. Aaron Rodgers going off the board early after his MVP season. I think we've got a we got some interesting draft picks already. I like the balanced team that we're seeing. We're not seeing anybody really stacking up too hard right now. Uh, I'll tell you right now. Wait, I was really hoping Gibson. Antonio Gibson was going to get to me, and that's not happening. Yep. I could be a real asshole here and grab Darren Waller. <laughs> I, you could talk about trade equity. Have two of the the three, you know, reliable tight ends for sure in this draft. Oh no, I can't. Oh, not anymore. You can't. <laughs> Snagged right out from under me. Not gonna get to be that asshole. I love that. All right, now this is a tough pick for me because I it love is. a lot of the wide receivers at this yeah, spot. But I, Allen I, Robinson always underrated. I know Justin where you're Jefferson, going now. Great. AJ you, Brown. You got you got a top tier, mid tier, uh, uh, running back still right here for you, and you only have one running back, Drew. Exactly. This is always the spot where you're kind of stuck. You know, the running backs drop off real hard after this. Uh, do you go with Joe Mixon, who, you know, he doesn't have he doesn't have Gio Bernard there to steal those passing downs anymore. That's true. That's always been an issue for him. Are they going to make Joe Burrow throw a, a billion times a season? I, I got to take Joe Mixon here, the spot, and double up on my running backs while there's still that that first tier available or second tier really i really really don't blame you there that is probably what i would have done but i'm really glad that you left me with the opportunity to oh boy this stinks actually <laughs> i don't know what to do man uh where is clyde edwards lair going to wind up in this mix there's a big maybe not a big but there's a decent drop off here of running backs yeah, this is where, I, you know, I don't feel great about guys like Carson or Montgomery, so. No, but you, but. That's why I had to snag Mixon. And where so does, know, where does our boy A.J. Brown wind up in this is situation? Is right here to you? <laughs> I mean, I can't say no to him. He's one of my favorites, and I'm going to go a little homer because I like Justin Jefferson just as much, but I'm going with A.J. Brown. I like it. Titans jersey gets the Titans draft pick. I, I had to. I One of my favorite players in the whole league, so. Yeah, he's probably where I would have gone to if I didn't uh, feel like I wanted that running back right there. Thought you were going to grab the bangle, but... <laughs> I 
thought about it, but I know they're, I know what they do or what they don't do. CeeDee Lamb going before Justin Jefferson. Surprising. I know he's projected a lot of people think really high for CeeDee Lamb this year, but that still shocks me with, you know, Allen Robinson, Justin Jefferson on the board, Mike Evans. This is a PPR league, so guys like Cooper Cup, Robert Woods are going to be valuable. There's no doubt about it. And they, they I feel like their value, they've been so consistent in their val- year over year. And they took a step up this year having uh, – uh, with um, with what's his name thrown to him now? That's how my brains work. Oh, well, my brains working today, but <laughs> yeah, Matt Stafford with Matt Stafford. Thank you. Yeah. So, how do you feel about a quarterback here with your next pick? Is this the range that you tend to like to get that second tier of QBs, or are you uh, waiting on quarterbacks for a while still? You know, usually I wait late, and I and I and I hedge it because I try to get somebody like a Matt Stafford who I feel like can give me enough consistent points that I don't have to worry about it and then but I gotta say there's some good ones still on the board right now the tough part is for me is going to be running backs what running backs do I have available because I still have an open running back slot and you can't wait too long to fill that yeah I was thinking you'd go the other homer pick and grab Kyler Murray if he's still on the board for you around this area no comment (laughs) hey you got the pick before me so that's true that's true but, but I'll tell you, I don't it's, know, man. it's I'm seeing Justin Jefferson still on the board, and that's surprising to me. I know, and even Terry McLaurin and Keenan Allen. Well, oh, never mind. No more Justin Jefferson. Wait, did he go? Did I no, miss him getting drafted? There. Yeah, there he is. I just scrolled. Chris Godwin went. Uh, James Robinson. That's a nice pick there. That is with Etienne out. I feel like he's still a little undervalued. Agreed. There goes Justin Jefferson. Finally, seriously, I don't know how you pass that up. But this is why I went with. Joe Mixon on my last pick. There's still a great tier of wide receivers available. Yeah, I'm really hoping I have a top two. Wow, a defense going this early. Oof. Oof that's, goof. That's hard to defend for me, but you know, Los Angeles is pretty far and away the top defense in my opinion. I still can't justify him taking them in the, the what, third round? Fourth round here? Yeah, that is tough, man. Oh, and you've still got absolute stars still on the board. But everybody's got their own uh, their own draft methods. I respect that. Oh, boy. I don't know what to do, man. I like Allen Robinson. I honestly really like Terry McLaurin, though. And I feel like I, there's, I just – I don't know what else to say except for I, I feel like i got to go that direction. As much as I'm you tempted to pivot – I, I do. If you're going to, there's volume, right, to go around, and he's a fantastic wide receiver, so I'm going Terry McLaurin. All right. I'll see where your head's at here. All right. This is an interesting spot for me, too, because I don't have any wide receivers yet, but I can still still load up on that wide receiver position with a lot of value there. Or really double down and try to grab some of the good running backs still on the board. You know, there's still a lot of options out there. Yeah, there's some really good options. You were just you were just talking about Allen Robinson, man. Yeah, I do like Allen Robinson. I feel like he's underrated every single year. But my strategy is usually to load up on running backs as quickly as I can, while there's still good ones on the board. 
But I just don't feel good enough about anybody here to not take Allen Robinson. So that's the pick. With the pretty quick turnaround, too, I feel like there'll still be something there. There goes Kyle Pitts early to the same team who took Waller. All right. Somebody else has taken the uh, be an asshole about tight end scarcity. <laughs> <laughs> Nice is uh, not playing so nice when it comes to tight ends. No, not at all. This is interesting. This is interesting. Let's see here. Kyle Pitts, you know, man. Now, this is interesting to me, too, because round five is a round where I might reach for a quarterback if there's still some top ones on the board. Agreed. I usually like to go a little bit later. Yeah, but I, you, you got to feel like there's some decent ones up Tyler here that Murray, will set Lamar you Jackson, Dak Prescott, you know, the always underrated Russell Wilson. Yep, yep, who will give you at least half a season of elite play, like elite with fantasy that, play. Maybe I should just wait around till my next pick, even, and still load up at those that deep wide receiver position, or again that kind of back of the second tier of running backs. Yep, that's a tough spot to be in, man. You, you the world's your oyster right there, but man, yeah. All right, so we're looking at the two picks in a row here from Victory Vandal. And going for your Arizona Cardinals running back right there and Chase Edwards. I like that. It, it's a stretch because they've got uh, they've got uh, James. Um, man, Drew, my brain is 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 ruining me today. But James Conner, James Conner, awful last year for Pittsburgh. Thank you very much. <laughs> but he's got the talent to do it, man. And that's going to be a tough one, for, I I think, for Chase Edmonds to win out. All right. See, we're seeing that tight end scarcity come into play right now. Teams grabbing any talent at that position you can when there's still that top end there. So I feel like here I'm going to have to pass on quarterbacks yet again. There's just enough talent left on the board there to, to load up at a, a weaker position. Yeah, I agree. I think you just got to do that and then just save it for a little bit later. It's wild seeing how much earlier C.D. Lamb got drafted than Amari Cooper. I know that's that's his normal draft value right now, which is kind of nuts to see because Amari Cooper has every opportunity to be the number one there. <laughs> I was just looking at Gus Edwards and seeing him go off the board. I was going to ask how you feel about him after the J.K. Dobbins injury, but that cements my pick, seeing those running backs go. I'm going to grab as as I can here into this next tier of running backs while I see Miles Sanders still there on the board. I, Someone with the potential to be a you know, second-round value. I don't see how you pass up on that. I'm going to do the same thing. Uh, DeAndre Swift? Yeah, that's exactly where I'm going, man. I don't want to do DeAndre Swift. I don't want a Lions <laughs> running back, but I really like him there, and I feel like Josh Jacobs is going to take a step back, even though he's been really solid, so... That's where I'm going. I, I really need a break there. A, after this, there's no running back option, so it, I had to do that. I felt like I really had to do that. 
But I'm feeling good. My wide receivers are pretty elite at this point. I still feel like there's a lot of good value there at wide receiver, so I'm feeling decent about my strategy right now of loading up on running backs and going with that tight end pick early because I, I feel good about my running back situation for sure. Those are three real solid running backs that you could probably make a second, third round argument for any of them. Agreed. And now I still got good wide receiver depth coming up with my next pick. Or I could go for one of those quarterbacks at this point. Yeah. This might be the time to, to stretch. About tight ends. You know, there's there's barely anything left at tight end that I would consider. You were talking about you want somebody you're comfortable with. Mark Andrews is probably the last one I'd put in that category who's, you know, there on that on that list at all. Although I feel good about TJ Hawkinson this year, that lack of weapons I, in Detroit. I do too. And, a, and you, you got to feel like they're going to be throwing to him a decent amount there. Julio Jones still hanging out on the board? along with a lot of people's big sleeper pick in Deontay Johnson. But uh, I'll tell you, as somebody who I'm pretty big on right now, yeah, please. Uh, might, might be a little early saying this, but I feel like T. Higgins has been underrated. The yeah. year he had for Cincinnati last year, he was real solid. Yep. There's... Especially with Joe Burrow. And we all thought Jamar Chase would come in and win that job. There's got to be some level of trepidation there with how terrible Chase was in the preseason. I'm not ready to throw him out completely. He's got way too much talent for that. But he opted out of last season. We haven't seen this guy play in two years. And he was dropping balls left and right in preseason. There's only so much being a high draft pick is going to buy you. you got to perform when you're on the field. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. They've got to think T. Higgins and maybe even Tyler Boyd get bumped up past him on that Bengals depth chart. Yeah, I kind of feel like Tyler Boyd might 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 be the number one in that space. Uh, it's really tough to decide, and I don't know. This is where things get murky, and this is where I have a hard time where I'm weak in fantasy football, honestly, is when there's a lot of players that you can't differentiate. It's uh, I was going to draft Lamar Jackson if he made it to me in round number six. I felt like that was too good a value to pass up, but we just lost Jackson off the board. We just lost Julio Jones off the board. We just lost Kyler Murray off the board who I was guessing was going to be your pick this round. <laughs> he definitely would have been right there. There's no doubt. And I'm kind of disappointed by that. Now you're up. Do you go to a backup plan? Do you go to the Russell Wilson or Dak Prescott's as your quarterback? Or do you just say, now I'm just going to wait out quarterback and not worry about it? I mean, it's a great question. I'm not going to tell you some of the guys later on that I'm pretty high on. Uh, but... I feel like there's some some good guys down there that I'm not sad to be missing. Where I'm really out right now is, boy, I don't know. This is tough. Yeah, I don't know, uh, man. I'm not trying to make your picks, obviously, or anything here. But honestly, Andrews and Hawkinson are the last tight ends that I would trust at all at this point on the draft board. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I'm actually right in line with your thinking. I think I'm going to have to go with Mark Andrews. He's just consistently solid. But it's tough to leave this wide receiver talent on the board right here. Honestly. That's like, for sure. But and guess what? I'm not going to. I, 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 you have a tight end. You don't have to. I'm not worried about waiting for, you know, I was going to take Lamar Jackson if he slid into this position. But now I feel confident enough that there's going to be, a, you know, a decent quarterback. The more I wait, I'm not 
you know, there's not anybody I have really higher than anyone else on the board at this point. So I'm going to go ahead and take the always underrated Adam Thielen. I absolutely always a performer, always a performer. And again, that might be a little bit of a uh, a love pick because Thielen's always somebody who I've ended up with in a lot of leagues that I've done well in. He's somebody that's come through for me in big games. So someone I bump up my draft board a little bit based on previous, not stat-wise intelligence, but emotional intelligence. Yeah. You, you know, that's always paid off for me in fantasy, Drew. Like, the, the guys, there's a time where it drops off, but usually the guys who have come through with you are decently safe bets. Unless you see something like a major injury or a, a major team change that really disrupts it. Again, I'll tell you, I play a little bit emotional sometimes. I will never draft a New England Patriot. You may have noticed that about me, but I just growing up a Jets fan, I like that. I can't have too. a Patriot on my team. I can't root for them to put numbers up. So I'm more than happy to pass on any of them. As much as I like, you know, Johnny Smith, maybe this getting this late in the draft, but. Yeah, there goes TJ Hawkinson and Logan Thomas or Johnny Smith is are they the best tight ends around right now? Boy. That position drops off real quick. It really does. I don't I have no idea what to do about um I, about Johnny Smith, man. Like what he could have a fantastic year and he deserves every opportunity to do that, but I just don't feel like it's going to happen. I we haven't seen a, a tight end succeed in New England outside of Rob Gronkowski. That's it. It's crazy. All right now I've got a tough choice for my next pick. I could go quarterback. Uh, T. Higgins just went off the board. That makes it a little easier. It does. Uh, I love Brandon Ayuk if he makes it here again. And then you've got Darrell Henderson and Mike Davis, kind of two of the last guys who have solidified starting roles at running back left. But I think my decision just got made for me with that Dak Prescott pick. <laughs> I think so. Because now Russell Wilson is easily the best of everyone left. Unless you're a big Justin Herbert believer again, who was fantastic. I don't know why you shouldn't. But I'll tell you, I'd, I'll be much happier with my team ending up with Russell Wilson yeah. than I would be with you know Ryan Tannehill or Matt Stafford or that, that likes as my quarterback. Agreed. You feel like you don't have to hedge that here. bet. When you have Russell Wilson, you feel pretty content there. So I'm assuming you're not going to draft him, right? <laughs> so it's very, very difficult for me to pass up on Brandon Ayuk still, still at this point. I... Again, Darrell Henderson and Mike Davis, kind of the last running backs on the board with starting jobs at this point. Yep. But again, that Miles, wide receiver. Miles Gaskin, too. Miles Gaskin's starting out there, too. Yeah, that's true. He's still there. This is a real tough pick for me. And while I might be happy rolling the dice with with the likes of uh, Jalen Hurts or Justin Herbert, I, I got to go with my cousin Russell Wilson right here. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. You see him at the family like reunion. A, you don't want to tell him you didn't draft him, you know? <laughs> that's a much safer pick for my team the way it's it's situated right here right now. It is. And at this I'm point. I'm happy with the wide receivers that are on the board next round. I'm not sure if there's a running back I'm going to want to draft next round. Yeah, if any of Henderson, Davis, or Gaskin are still there, I will. But you've got two picks in the meantime. 
Brandon Ayuk, Deontay Johnson, both guys with a lot of upside. I know. Those couple of Denver wide receivers and Jerry Judy and uh, Cortland Sutton coming back from injury are really tempting. I know. I think I teased it a little bit, but this guy I really believe in this year, even though he's on a really shitty team. And I I love stashing him. I don't feel like stretching for a quarterback right now because you just took the last of the tier. So uh, I'm going with Miles Gaskin. Yeah, I, I like that pick a lot right here. This is tough, man. These are – I don't even know where to go now. This is really one of the harder years I've had drafting. Oh, I love it. This is my favorite part on the draft board. This is where our advantage as sports hosts really pays off. You know, being big onto this, following along with everything, and really knowing these names. No doubt. There's definitely some some big-time go right here. I'm shocked that Brandon Ike's still on the board, to be honest with you. I am, too. I had a really hard time passing him up. But he I, was right there neck and neck with uh, with Adam Thielen when I made that pick. I will say I always value a running back more. And when I see when I see uh, Miles Gaskin on the board, I feel like the gap between him and the next up is going to be much different than Ayuk and the, and the, and the next up for him. That's just my. That's the only way I have to evaluate it at this point. And you know, as someone who drafted Nick Chubb, getting Kareem Hunt on your team <laughs> would never be too bad of an idea either. Although I hate drafting a, a hand handcuff pick this early. No, I never do it. I'm, I'm not, not an average handcuff. It's true, and those are the only handcuffs I even consider. But I, I'm not a handcuff drafter. I'm just going to put all my strategies on the table here, man. I'm not a well, not all of them. But yeah, this is our inside baseball. <laughs> it is. But I, I am not a handcuffer. I, I want players that are going to perform, and I, I'd rather know that I've got Miles Gaskin on the bench to put in if if Chubb goes down, even though I know that's a big difference, but at least I know Miles Gaskin might be able to start, and I've got a better player than Kareem Hunt every, on week in and week out. How do you feel about some of the more injured stars here. We saw Odell Beckham go fairly early. Um, guys like Cortland Sutton or Kenny Galladay, who are all coming back from injuries but have a ton of upside. Yep. Not to uh, give anything away, but... No, those are great ones. Uh, and, you know, I look at players like like Melvin Gordon in a similar area. Like, I, I, I honestly don't know, but I, how can you... How can you... I How can you feel like Odell Man, Beckham... Just- is undervalued at this point. That's what I have a hard time. Like he's an incredible talent. <laughs> yeah, there goes Justin Herbert off the board. So you're going to be dredging at quarterback this year, which is fun. At this point, you can probably give up on it and maybe even stream quarterbacks. Yeah, and I'm not. A, I'm not opposed to that. Um, I don't mind streaming, and I there's some solid options out there still. Solid, like not good. Playing the you got to play the way the board falls. Yes. It's the only and choice if, you have. If the you know your top quarterbacks are off the board right now, you say thank you, and I don't have to think about them till the end of the draft now. Yep. And I'll play for upside or play for streaming, or you can just go ahead and draft Tom Brady, <laughs> who is underrated every single year. Every single. And even year. though he's not a Patriot anymore, he's still not going to be on my team. I'll tell you that much. Nope. 
<laughs> I do. I did. I did have him on another fantasy team, but I think I've talked about it on the air. I have. Uh, I auto drafted that one on accident. So uh, here come the fences off the board, and there goes Brandon Ayuk. A fantastic pick, I feel like, for Matty with the ice. Was really hoping he'd somehow be there for my next pick. This is where it gets real interesting because you could basically basically go any direction here and feel pretty good about it. This is the first area where you could start thinking about a defense. I still think there's too much wide receiver talent on the board to go defense yet. Agreed, and even running and running back talent, Drew. Like there's still there's no more starters on the board at running back, so now you're taking a gamble. But you always got to take gambles at running back. It's just a matter of who you feel good about. But honestly, for me, I feel like wide receiver talent is still the strength of this board. Which is why I don't like going wide receivers early. I'd feel perfectly happy with guys like, you know, Robbie Anderson or Cortland Sutton in my lineup. Yep. I totally agree with that. Cortland Sutton, I think, is going to have a... And, I mean, look, at you got Juju Smith-Schuster down there. Come on, and Antonio Brown. Yeah. These are tough guys to gauge, but when you're talking about talent and opportunity, they're still there in the mix. Kenny Galladay was a second or third round pick last year. He goes to a Giants team where he's obviously the number one option, if healthy. Yep, with a potentially solid quarterback. Oh, look at you going Matt Stafford after... Look at that smoke screen. We were just talking about waiting out quarterbacks. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna admit something to you. I was happy with that pick. I had him highlighted. I I was engaged in our conversation and I missed it. I missed that pick. That was an <laughs> auto draft, Drew. I had him lined up, so I'm not disappointed with it. That's why that's why when you're drafting, you always prepare, right? Like you you gotta star some players, you gotta plan on them so that you can make the right decisions in case something weird happens. But I uh I this is where I'm going to go ahead him. and I'm going to reach my first reach of this draft for someone I feel really good about this year who I think, and again, this is playing a little inside baseball, but knowing our fans and having our, our favorite teams, knowing we got a Jets fan with two picks before me, before my next pick, I didn't think Corey Davis was going to make it back to me by my next turn. I like this. And I love the, the Corey Davis and Zach Wilson chemistry that we saw in preseason. I think he was real underrated after the breakout year he had for our Titans last season. So I wanted Corey Davis on my team. I wanted him with a ninth round pick. I feel okay grabbing him with an eighth rounder. I I think that's a great pick. And plus we love the guy, right? Like the talents there, you can't argue with that. Boy, this is tough. This is really, really tough. Yeah, now with all the top defenses off the board after that last pick from Victory Vandals, I feel like I can go ahead and wait there and probably play streaming defenses this year. Yeah, there's still some decent defense talent, but... I wouldn't blame you. That's exactly what I would do. I, I definitely don't like reaching for a defense. It's not... Not something I feel like is worth the worth the squeeze. Yeah, you usually end up playing streaming defenses by the end of your season, anyways. 
You, you have to no because no matter – yeah, even if the, if you have a great defense up against a solid offense, that's not going to produce a ton of points for you in general. It can, but dang. Thanks. Man, this is where I would love to add some running back depth, but everybody here is a pretty good reach at this point in the draft. So, yeah, again, why I feel really good about stacking them early is it's it thinned out drastically. Yeah, it really did. Right now it's just upside bets, so we'll obviously be making some of them as this draft goes on. But this is tough. And I'll tell you who I'm going to go with right now. I'm going to to grab another tight end I feel like has a ton of upside with the, that other short position because I, I like the way Noah Fant played some of his last season. I like that, Drew. Teddy Bridgewater there. Uh, you know, it's an interesting position with all those weapons the Broncos have at, at wide receiver. I feel like there's a lot of chances for Teddy Bridge to dink and dunk his way up the field with Fant. I totally kind of agree with that. League. I like it. Now Now I'm in a position where I feel like I've loaded up on running back, and I see some good prospects here, honestly. I mean, shoot, even Logan Thomas is still on there for tight end, which is a higher tier up there with Noah Fant. But I feel like wide receivers where I've got to start stocking up a bit. Those are guys, though, where it's tough to feel, like, to feel comfortable if they're your starter every you, week. You can't feel good about it. So here's the deal. I'm going to go with talent. And I'm going to go with somebody who's got a quarterback who's going to pass. And somebody who personally I just I just like. So here's Juju, Juju Smith-Schuster coming to my team. Corvette, Corvette. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised. The, the wide receiver depth has just lasted in this draft. It really has. But it's scary also. It's a, yeah, scary, it's a scary depth. Yeah, this makes me feel uh, pretty good about where my team's at. Maybe a little bit worse about making that reach for Corey Davis. But that was just somebody who I've been big on all season. We've talked about him before in some of our episodes on the air. And I just wanted to get on my team this year and had a very strong feeling when he wasn't going to last till my next pick. So, again, sometimes it's just reading that board a little bit. And there yeah. goes Cortland Sutton, somebody I really liked at this point in the draft. Yep. I was shocked to see Kenny Galladay's upside still there. Uh, there's still, you know, rolling dice with Jalen Hurts is probably not a bad idea the way he was rushing this year. No, I really like Hurts as a, as a pick, honestly. And we got a lot of running backs still on the board. Again, nobody with a, with a lock on a starting job, but, uh, you know, both Buffalo running backs are still there. Take your pick on who you like better. Michael Carter, a lot of people think he might be the one at the end of it with the Jets. Yep. God, uh, I, there's one pick on the board that I still really love, and I'm hoping he makes it to my next pick, who I'm not going to tell you because he picked you before me. Give me a hint. Just let me see if I can figure it out. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, I don't blame you. I wouldn't do that. I would not. Somebody we that. haven't mentioned yet, but that uh, honestly, that might I might not have to take him yet, judging from the way the rest of this board has fallen. There's some people on there that I'm still plenty shocked to see. What do you feel about Sony Michelle? Does he take over Daryl Henderson? 
into kind of a, a committee situation again there in Los Angeles after a late trade? I just don't see that, man. Like, I think he's just depth at this point, which is sad because he's a talented guy, and I like drafting him. Knox going off the board already. Tight end uh, is so shallow this year. It's just throwing darts. Yep, it Hey, is. just so you know, it's your pick, buddy. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Drew. Oh, uh, boy. I really needed that, sadly. All right. No, I'm not going with Sony Michelle. There's a homer pick on there I'm, I'm definitely thinking about. There's an obvious pick on there, I think, but... Yeah, I got to roll the dice with Kenny Galladay. I don't know how I don't. He's he's got that's the talent. exactly who I was thinking. Uh, I mean, Kenny Galladay in the in the late tenth round seems yeah. like a slam dunk. It does. I, Even with that injury, you know, the talent there. Yeah, and it, that leaves a wide receiver that I'm huge on this year. And even with big time wide receiver talent still on the board, I'm going to reach up a little bit again and grab Lavisca Chanel. I like that, Drew. I like that a lot, man. Ooh. Oh, no. <laughs> Just another guy I felt highly about this year and had a suspicion he might not be there around the turn. So, But wide receiver, man, there's still great depth there. I mean, oof. Mike Williams is still on the board at wide receiver. Brandon Cooks is still on the board. Yep. What else does Houston have at this point? Yep, there goes Michael Carter. I thought he would go in this round. He was somebody else I was looking at for sure with that last pick. Maybe should have been the one I went with. <laughs> Jamal Williams. Does he uh, break into DeAndre Swift's run there? I, I think there's a good it's chance AJ of that. It's all, it's all crapshoots here at running back. But you need to take some of those long shots eventually. Yeah, you really do. This is, and this is the time to do it. It, it, it there's a, it's rare that it actually feels good at any point, unfortunately, but it, this is the time to do it. Yeah, there goes Cooks off the board. I like Wide Cooks receiver finally starting to thin out a little bit here. But yeah, when there's talent like Brandon Cooks still on the board in the late 10th round going into the 11th. Yeah. Yeah, this just confirms my decision not to go wide receiver real early because, man, it's tough. Although I'm jealous of you having New Hopkins on the board for sure. Yeah, no doubt, man. Having him and then having A.J. Brown and Terry McLaurin, I'm not upset with that at all. Not upset with that at all. No, that's fair, but I'll tell you, I feel pretty much as good with Allen Robinson and Adam Thielen and Corey Davis and LaVisca Chanel. <laughs> I, you're right. Like, so, that could be a really, really solid, man. I can't. It's tough. You don't know the way this board's going to fall when it does. Man, I love Dallas Goddard as a pick this late, too. Me too. As shallow as tight end is. So who do you like better on a team that, where the quarterback is a variable? Do you like Chanel or Corey Davis better? Those were two guys that I've wanted in every one of my drafts this year around that 8th to 10th round area. Yeah. And this is the first time I've got both of them. Yeah. So we'll see how they work out. Who would, um, who would you put ahead, though, between those two? I would go with Corey Davis because I took him first. Just because so. he – yeah, fair enough. You, you definitely demonstrated that. I guess because he's a known quantity too, right? 
Yeah, and again, it was just, you know, from following the Jets and the Titans, it's somebody that I have a comfort level with a lot more than, you know, Chanel with a rookie quarterback. That's more of a upside risk pick. So with my first backup wide receiver pick, I went with kind of the more known quantity. That makes sense. Oh, Ryan Tannehill going off the board there. There's our Tana Titans. That's tough. I was looking at him too, man. I would have really liked to have him as a backup. Yeah. This is a tough pick here because for me, I'd, I really want more running backs on my roster. But there's almost nobody left that I like at all, to be completely honest with you. Yeah, that's what's tough. So man. do I grab somebody I don't feel great about and hope it works out? Or do I jump to a pick? You know what? I'm going to do something I don't normally do either. And I feel like there's still a top defense on the board here. So I'm going to snag up that Buccaneers defense at this spot. Well, I won't argue with you there. This is the time to start stretching. Honestly, I think at this point is when it is a stretch. This is when it's a little bit a little bit of a stretch, but I, I like it right there. I really do. Despite now, saying I wanted to play streaming defenses and probably still will, I feel like that's a that's a fairly elite defense still on the board. And I can take them over basically one running back or another that I don't really care the difference about. I got a couple of my sleepers still on the board. I'm not going to tell you who they are yet. <laughs> No, don't tell me. I, I mean, tell me. If I don't you think want. any of them are getting snagged quite yet. So, well, good. Have fun drafting Hollywood Brown. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's still down there. I know, I know, and I, I love the guy honestly. But that last year was just so dismal. So I know it's my turn, and here's what I'm gonna do. This is a homer pick, but I really think this guy is solid, and I, I'm happy to have him in Arizona. Uh, so sorry to Victory Vandals, but this is somebody I think is gonna take over that number one running back spot. Ooh, a challenge. And that, that is, I guess I should say it on the radio, that's James Conner. <laughs> yeah, well, we figured your Homerism there. And we talked about the Chase Edmonds pick earlier, so. All right, Zach there. Moss, that was who I would have gone with at running back. That's if a good I one. one of them at this point. I like him slightly better than Singletary in that Buffalo backfield, but I also feel perfectly fine avoiding the Buffalo backfield completely, so... <laughs> I will tell you, there's a lot of wide receivers on the board that I still like quite a bit. Agreed. All and I mean, there's still players like Johnu Smith, who's a major variable, and yeah. you know, look at look at Name Hines, who is such a fantastic talent, man. He can do so many different things, but is he going to get the opportunities there? When he's the exactly. featured back, he can do it all. Hey, uh, report from Friday say Colts want more touches for Hines in 21. I don't see why you don't. He's a Swiss Army guy. And we are Army playing the PPR league, but, yeah, Jonathan Taylor is probably going to be the guy there. Man, I love Michael Pittman at this point in the draft. Just the wide receiver depth this year. I know we've said it a bunch of times, but it's blowing me away. Yeah. How much talent is still there this late in the draft. Mike yeah. Williams still out there. Will Fuller. Agreed. I like those. I like those a lot. Even Marvin Jones Jr. Who, who I mean, there's depth on that on that Jacksonville uh, wide receiver room. But Marvin Jones Jr. has been a top performer, top ten uh, wide receiver for the last like three years. And man, nobody's given any love to Hollywood Brown. Well, I I was. You want to talk about personal vendettas? I've been spurned by him ever since he came into the league every year. So <laughs> it's going to be hard for me to, to to stretch and try to get him. It really is. You can't see my screen, right? 
Yeah, I can see. I, yeah, I, is that who you're going to pick? That's stupid. Why would you do that? <laughs> no, I can not see your screen. This is the part of the draft when I go around, you know, starring some of those deep sleepers. Yep. Just so you don't have to go search for them later in the draft. Zach Wilson going off the board. Somebody got faith in my Mormon cousin. Yeah. And his excellent preseason. So you like Chenault over DJ Shark, huh? I mean, clearly you do, but that's a curious... I'm not, I don't think I can argue with it, but it's curious, right? DJ Shark has been a great performer for a couple well, years now. Well, now that I've drafted him, I'll, I'll tell you, I think Chenault takes a lot of what Urban Meyer was planning to do with Travis Etienne this year. Yeah, fair enough. With Etienne's injury, I think Chenault's a, a guy who can line up as running back. Point. He's done that before. He can li- spread out in those little like sneaky patterns. That, and I, I feel like they drew up all these plays for Travis Etienne. And now that he's out for the season... I really wanted to gamble on the upside of of Cheneau taking a lot of those picks. And Marquez Calloway was one of the guys I was really hoping for with a late pick. So I'm sad to see him go off the board two picks before me here. He was likely going to be my next one. Oh, boy. Good job, um, Savage Cabbage. I like that pick a lot. I do, too. One of my I, favorites of the draft so far. I feel like at this point, I really do like... Jamal Williams in this backup role. And he's such a talented guy. I feel like he's going to get the opportunity. So I, I had to go with him. Yeah, I mean, what the hell is left at running back? So you basically got to gamble. Yeah, there's no doubt. Do I want to gamble a running back here or go for more of that wide receiver depth we've already t- been talking about? A guy like Will Fuller still there is pretty exciting. He could obviously put up huge numbers after his suspension. And since we've got the depth, he could make it there. Oh, that's that's a difficult call for sure. So I'm sitting here judging between a bunch of good wide receivers still on the board. And I'm gonna I'm gonna do it to the Jets fan again. <laughs> and I'm going to Oh man, this is a tough one. You know what? Let's not. Let's go with Will Fuller. I just talked it up. There's somebody I can sit on for a little while. And possibly get a lot of value after that. <laughs> Elijah Moore was what I was going to do. Was that was that the next one? And he goes right next. Oh boy, we only have one more spot left uh, before at least to fill the bench. At least that's the way I'm looking at it. I'm. I'll tell you right now, I'm not going defense this round. I'll 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 bleed that one to you. So. I don't feel good. I feel like I need at least one more running back shot in the dark here. But just don't like anybody out there. Yeah, it's really... You know, gosh, how one can of the you? dirtier strategies that, I, again, I don't love this, but I think it's very valid, is not taking a kicker at all during the draft. Yeah, and just steal somebody from somebody else. Just to, just to wait it out and see yep. if, you know, maybe there's another injury during training camp while you pick a backup running back or something like that. 
Yeah, I agree with that. I feel like that's kind of uh, kind of dirty pool a little bit. <laughs> it, yeah, but it, it's all strategy. Your team during the draft. I and it's fun I, to, to pick a favorite kicker too. Yes. <laughs> Justin Fields is something I've, I've played with in previous drafts, drafting him here. Yeah. A guy with a lot of upside as it goes on. Uh, man, this is just, uh, this is interesting the way we're at right now. And I'm going to take a pick here that might be controversial, but I've done it basically in the late rounds of every draft I've done so far this year. If you're going to take Mike Thomas in I, the 13th round. I love that. Why? We've got a our spot in this not, league. Dude. Why not? I I'll have it. him sit there and maybe have one of the best wide receivers in the game from week six on. I feel confident enough in my team I can make the playoffs despite giving up, drafting a guy who's not going to play for six weeks. No joke, man. I really, I really, really like it. But damn, do I have too many wide receivers on my team. It's basically my entire bench at this point. <laughs> yeah, and I'm going to have to balance that out. And I'm going to have to go with somebody I think is just going to be solid. I think is a great late-round pick, and that's uh, that's Mike Williams. Yeah, that's a, that's a good pick this late, too. Another guy I'm kind of surprised has been around for this long. Agreed. I can see me starting him at some point, which means that's pretty impressive this late. Do you generally take a backup quarterback when you draft? Uh, generally, and I really these are one quarterback leagues that we're playing. Yeah, I, it depends. I don't. I rarely go early with quarterback. If I do, then no, I don't. But if I do, like I did this year, usually I do. But I just did not feel good about any of the late quarterbacks. I would have picked Tannehill if he'd have fallen to me. But I didn't get the opportunity, okay. so I'm rolling with Stafford, and I'm, I'm content with that. I mean, there's still guys like like Tua, Baker Mayfield's still there, True. Kirk Cousins has been a fantasy starter for a lot of his career. Yep. Even rolling the dice on Jameis to throw a lot of touchdowns could hey, be interesting at this point. I agree. I've won a championship with Jameis Winston, and but you, you just listed off four of them, and that means I'm going to have some streaming potential. Exactly. All right, so like now, I said, I'd really like one more running back shot in the dark on my bench right here. But, God, it's hard to find anybody you like at this point. Well, I got a recommendation for you, but I don't think I should share it. It doesn't affect no. me, but I can't I can't do that on the air and let people know that I'm, I'm helping you out. <laughs> after, don't worry. I've got my ideas, too. After you pick, I'll tell you. Okay, okay. I say I don't like it, but I'm still going to do it. Now, the question is, one thing I generally like to do is take a, my kicker the round before the last round. So I kind of have a – make it a little bit of a pick here. Okay. I think that's fun. Which is kind of dumb because kicker is so volatile year to year. You never know. But it's just gudging off of last year, man. Tyler Bass was fantastic. Mr. Koo was one of the top picks. Agreed. And there he goes off the board There's right gone. now. Yep. Someone else had the same idea with young Ho Koo. Our old buddy from uh, the Titans, Ryan Suckup, could be there. Greg the Leg. Yeah. Jason Sanders was one of the top scorers out of last season. Yeah, you can you can make a, a pick. Jason Myers has been excellent in Seattle. I like Matt Prater a lot. He's been so accurate. Agreed. Going into the desert there. There's Jarvis Landry going off the board, somebody I absolutely love this late in the draft as well. But I'm gonna go ahead, I'm gonna take I'm gonna wait for a kicker for my last pick. And in the meantime, my last, uh, my running back shot in the dark here is 
going to be after you pick. As we wind up the walk it off draft here, this has been fun doing it live, man. I feel like uh, our listeners got a little, a lot of uh, the inside thoughts here of people who win fantasy football more than they lose to be to float our own boats a little bit. Agreed. But yeah, my running back shot in the dark, my favorite out of all the uh, flotsam that's left. Phil Lindsley. I like Phil Lindsley, man. I really do. I think he's the best opportunity on that Houston roster to come away with a full-time starting job so maybe i drop him week one or maybe he shows out so that's that's what you're picking at this point in the draft there goes the titans defense i like seeing a lot of titans go off the board i do too the titans and i'm a little sad that i didn't end up with any during this draft i might have to try to swing a trade to get some of our beloved titans on my team that swings the other way. Uh, I told you I don't want any Patriots on my team ever. <laughs> I always want at least one Titan and at least one Jet. And I've got my Jet, but I don't have a Titan on my team, and I'm uh, I'm not feeling great about that. Ooh, I like Jalen Waddle a lot, too, as a dart throw this late in the draft. I do, too. Just the wide receiver depth. Said it so many times. There's so many. This draft, and then I was doing another one tomorrow, or maybe concurrently or something crazy like that. I'd look at this and be like, man, I don't have to worry about wide receiver early at all. I would yeah. stack the hell out of running backs. Or maybe even draft a quarterback early because I know that wide receiver depth is is insane. Yeah, one of the and top tier. better about sure. my Kelsey pick. You should, man. Like, I know it's hard to swallow. At least that's how I feel having a tight end that early. But you are all every matchup you have this year, barring maybe a couple, you're going to have a leg up on tight end. That's a huge advantage. That means that you can start one of those variable wide receivers down the line and know that your tight end will make up a couple points in that space. Ah, you stole my kicker. This is why I was going to go the round before last. (laughs) Could have ended up with T-Bass or Greg the Leg. All right, all right, that's fair. I'm not mad about it. What is it? Hot Rod or uh, Jason Myers, Matt Frader? A lot of fun picks here. But no, let's. Uh, I told you I didn't get a Titan, so let's go with our our other buddy. You know what? Could we pick a Titans kicker here? Could we pick Nashville Hot Ficken? I why not, man? Kicking? I was gonna say I was gonna go with old Titans buddy Ryan Suckup, but uh. No, let's do it. Let's get a Titan on our team. Nashville Hot Ficking. You are officially on a goddamn snack. I love that. And it feels real fitting. I love that. Well, I'm going to stick with the Homer stuff, too, outside of the Titans to go with my my dude, Matt Prater, which I think, I agree, I think he's he's solid in that space. Underrated every year as a Detroit kicker. He's one of those guys who's spent a lot of time on my teams over our fantasy careers. So teams are set. All right, let's talk trades. What are we looking at? How are you feeling? Man, my wide receiver depth is utterly insane. I got to look <laughs> figure out how I look at your team. <laughs> but, but the other fun part about picking uh, Michael Thomas this late is as soon as I throw him on that IR slot, I basically have an extra draft pick. 
Yeah. Because I can pick up somebody else. Nope, super smart, man. That's Well, that's a two for one with a 13th round pick of, yeah. of Mike Thomas. I, I, I'm telling you, 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 you pull him, pulled him out from underneath me. I wanted him very badly. Not a fan of him <laughs> no. this year, but that late, but that's just too yeah. much value to pass up. How could you not? A guy who's still young and just set uh, receiving records two years ago, a late draft pick, yeah, that's a, that's a worthwhile flyer. And who are we going to have as our uh, as our backup bonus pick, basically? So now I don't have Joe Mixon on my team. The big question is, what's my team name going to be? I got to change that up. That's right. Do you need to trade for Joe Mixon for me? No, <laughs> take him out from under you. I'll tell you what. I don't like Joe Mixon. <laughs> I mean, fantasy fantasy football wise, no dice, not into it. So. I've ended up with him on a couple of my leagues this year, just basically as what I feel like the last one of that second tier of running backs before a pretty sharp drop-off. i got to tell you, though, Drew, I'm looking at your team right now, and I fucking love it, man. I really do. Like, you you have, like you said, solid, solid, if not borderline elite wide receivers, and you maxed out running back with Alvin Kamara, Joe Mixon, you got Miles Sanders in there, who's definitively a running back two in your flex, and Travis Kelsey just buoys that a little bit more. I think I think you nailed it, man. And then you you got great depth in your in your bench too. So I I definitively like your draft more than I like mine. I'll tell you that much right now. And we were right next to each other, so that makes it a little bit more fun. It does. It does. We, if not, but it's over. Yeah. Congratulations to everybody. Thank you so much for everybody who's playing along with us this year. This is so much fun. This is the first time we've ever live streamed a draft. Yeah, it was fun. And I'm, uh, I actually really enjoyed it, man. Thanks Me for too. making us do this. I'm glad we did it. We're gonna have to make it a tradition. And now let's go start getting some trades going, man. This is a blast. Yeah, we can wait right now. Who is Yahoo going to grade as the best drafter? <laughs> yeah. Which I, doesn't matter at all. I it, I can't wait to see it, though. I just need it for my pride. And I'm a Fantasy Pros believer as well, so I'll be there, and I'll report back to you the draft grades from Fantasy Pros as well. Hey, let's see them. Let's see them. Let's all get right. those drafts out there. I'm excited for the challenge. We have never had a two-time champion yet in Walk It Off League. New champion Both every year. One in the second and third year of this league going on. One of us has been in the championship of, of our league every single year it's been in existence. It's true. So like we said, come at us. We're your pros. We're your radio hosts. We love playing in such a competitive league. I'm so impressed every year, honestly, with how competitive this league is for one that doesn't have any cash on it. We can't do that. But like we said, we'll mention it all year long on the show, live on the radio. You're playing for Radio Glory and to get your starting lineup figure favorite team on the top of that walk it off trophy that I spent hours with a Dremel making. You did. And you used fire. And that's awesome, too. So yeah, it's beautiful, man. I, I cannot wait. We'll be keeping you all abreast on the air uh, as this season progresses. WalkItOffRadio.com, WXNAFM.org. Uh, walk It Off Radio on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. So check us out. Holler at us. Rally. Pick your favorite team. And uh, and ultimately, get ready for next year because we want more, more folks to join us next year. This is such a blast and arguably my favorite tradition in Walk It Off history. So 
Let's Absolutely. let's fucking go. I can say that because we're not on the let's radio. LFG, go. man. Every year. Hey, the best draft is in, and it is our defending champion, David's Chubb. Yahoo likes them the best. Boo. Boo. Come at us, David's Chubb. And hey, you and me just drafted back to back. And now we're going to face off in week one. So what's more exciting than that? As we attend a Titans game during week one. That is going to be fun. Man, football's back, man. I love it. I'm so ready for this. This is this is fucking exciting. Let's go. Let's do it, man. I cannot wait. I will see you next weekend, Drew. See you next weekend right here in Nashville. Get ready to travel, buddy. We're going to have a good time. And let's get ready to – I'm going to say it right now as you're wearing it all. Tighten the fuck up. Let's do Start it, man. cards. Hey, <laughs> I trust me. I've seen the cards lose plenty of times. I'm used to it. <laughs> let's do it, man. I can't wait. All right, brother. Thanks for doing this on the air with me. Sounds good. See you later, buddy. Cheers.